End of the Blender, episode 18. Stop messing with me. You're not missing a thing. You keep going and I'm just showing that I never stop the thing. You're listening to End of the Blender with your hosts, Chooch and Viv. You can hear us each week discussing topics ranging from co-parenting a blended family to gaming to technology news and whatever else catches our fancy this week. Hello and welcome to the Blender. This is Chooch. This is Viv. And this is our show. And we're a little slow-brained today, <laughs> so that's why it's taken us four times to get this far. <laughs> We've had some excitement, but that's not what we're going to talk about right now. Right. What are we going to talk about, Chooch? This is our Balticon 42 recap. Wow. Where we talk about the excitement of Balticon. Yeah. It's going to be tough, though, because we tried to make a list so that we didn't forget anything, <laughs> and it's a scary long list, and yeah. you and I have both decided... That from now on, when we attend this kind of stuff, we're going to make like a journal and we're going to take notes <laughs> as we go because there's so many amazing people that we met that it's kind of like an ocean overwhelming you when you try mm. to sit down and make a list of it. So, yeah, there was so much that happened and wow. so many people that we met. and It was just amazing. A whirlwind, you might say. It was exactly that, my friend. Yes. <laughs> Well, I do know that we had a pretty funny commute going to Balticon mm. because as we were on our way, we were tweeting, which is, mm -hmm. you know, sending messages and reading messages from Twitter, which mm -hmm. is a social media network, 140 characters or less. And, you know, many of our pals are in there. Mm -hmm. And as we were on our way up there through Twitter, we realized that we were we're within a mile of some friends of ours, an amazing husband and wife duo, Heather Welliver and Grail Wolf, a.k.a. Mark Bailey. Mm -hmm. And literally, we had to be just it's, at one point, I think we were only a couple of cars apart from each other. <laughs> and so we were keeping each other entertained that way and probably boring everyone else in right. Twitter. But it was amusing to us as we sat in traffic. Mm -hmm. That was cool. That was pretty funny. It really was. Calling out exit signs. And <laughs> I gotta be. Do you see a rest, a rest stop, stop up there? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that was pretty funny. And then we got there and we immediately walked in and found some people that we adore. And it was mm -hmm. just like, oh, I'm so glad we came. <laughs> Within five minutes, I was so glad we were there. Oh, yeah. Because we walk into the lobby of the hotel and we see Paulette Jackson, mm -hmm. who we love, May Breakall, yeah. Scott Breakall, their mm -hmm. friend Max, whose name I don't, whose last name I don't know. And M.A. from Better Late Than Never and mm -hmm. her fiancé Dan the Fan from mm -hmm. Otaku Generation. And together now they do Fanboy Hell. Right. They do that new thing. I think it was something that he was doing previously mm -hmm. yeah. and they've brought her in and they're and going they, back to doing it regularly. So they kind of did a hiatus for a little while and then he started it up again yep. and, and brought in it. Yeah. Yep. So it was like, oh, love. We love it. <laughs> so that was really. And then, of course, we immediately met. J.C. Hutchins. Oh, J.C. Hutchins, that's right. Seventh Son. It's all kind of a blur, so I don't really remember the order of when we met people in. And there's, like we said up front, there were so many people that were definitely going to forget people. I immediately lose the order after this but, point. But we yeah. did immediately meet J.C. Hutchins. And I finally got to meet T. Morris. Yeah. I, I had met him before excited. at a couple meetups and... We were actually ended up rooming with him. Yeah, we decided to room with him. And I was like, okay, as long as we meet beforehand. And we never had a chance to meet yeah. beforehand. So I had a little... We met in the lobby. Yeah, we met in the lobby. And he passed as the room key. But a better roomie you could never find. Oh, yeah. He was really sweet and awesome and just hilarious. And the Energizer Bunny, yes. Yeah. He is in constant motion. He's mm -hmm. amazing. But yeah, so... And of course, T wrote Moravi. And he's now doing Moravi Remastered. Mm-hmm. Also, podcasting for dummies and expert, expert podcasting, podcasting practices and, for dummies and, and billabub bill battings, battings and all of that. I mean, he's just got a, a full plate and a half. <laughs> and of course, JC does Seventh Son, and he's also got Obsidian right now that's mm -hmm. going out, which is a collection of stories written based right. on the blackout. Right. In his story, Seventh Son. Mm hmm. So 
it's a compilation of all sorts of famous potty book authors, including T. Morris. He kicked off yeah. the first story. Oh, and it was so good, too. Yeah. And I'm surprised because we just it, he just kicked it off this week. Mm-hmm. And he's been releasing a new episode every day. I know. Which I'm really glad because T's, he was Obsidian 1. He was mm-hmm. the first episode. His was a two-parter. I don't know if all of them yeah. are like that or not. Right. I haven't listened to episode 3 yet. But his was a two-parter. And I was like, cliffhangering. <laughs> you know, he got us. You know, T got us. And so I was really glad to see how quickly episode two came out because I wanted to know. (laughs) So, I mean, two really great stars in the, you know, patio books, you know, sky right there. Yeah, the potosphere, whatever. (laughs) But, and so we met them right off the bat and I was like, okay, I could take a nap right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's really cool. Well, without trying, without doing a laundry list of people that we met, because like I said, what happens in order after that? Mm -hmm. I know, well, no, I can say that I know that we ran into Andrea. Yeah. And she is just so cool and Mm -hmm. so sweet. And she is actually the wife of Command Line, of the Command Line (laughs) podcast, and Mm -hmm. Tom, Thomas, whatever. I'm not sure what he really goes by, because I never really get to talk to him, but I just love his wife. (laughs) She's so sweet. And then and I actually, lose track of what we did. In Command Line that. is the first podcaster I met um, mm. when I oh, first right. got into Twitter and started tweeting people. And I was mm-hmm. going to a meeting in D.C. and said, hey, I'm going to be in D.C. Anybody want to meet up for lunch? And, and he's all, yeah, you know, just take the hop on the metro, come up north a little ways. And he took off from work. We met, had lunch. He actually bought cool. me lunch. Oh, that's and cool. it was just um really cool conversation mm-hmm. and i told him how i've been thinking about doing a podcast and he's mm-hmm. like well do it yeah yeah <laughs> do it nothing's stopping you and uh so yeah and then we started so thanks yeah. <laughs> thanks for that totally. line. <laughs> i know that we got settled into our room i know that paulette helped us mm-hmm. get our stuff and get organized and everything like that but it's really just a blur so why don't we just yeah. instead of trying to remember what we did time by time why don't we just go by like Talk about the con itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, what was your favorite? If if you can think of one, what was your favorite panel or con? Well, I was going to say experience. real fast. I know that you know everybody probably knows what Balticon is, and in general, it's a literary convention in Baltimore, mm-hmm. put on by the Baltimore Science Fiction and Fantasy Organization, which is an official more, name, but which is more than I remember. So, yeah, you <laughs> and. So it's it was primarily started as a literary con, and mm-hmm. of course they do gaming stuff and comic stuff, and um, and Paul Fisher was a big part. He brought in the media track, the new media track, which mm-hmm. is where Yay, Paul Fisher discuss podcasting and video casting and social networks and that sort of thing. And Paul Fisher has a few podcasts and actually runs Dancing Cat Studios with his amazing wife, mm-hmm. Martha Holloway. Yeah. Yeah. And they were hopping the entire weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you yeah, know, that's what Balticon is. And it is in Hunt Valley, Maryland, which is just a little smidge away from Baltimore itself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and my favorite, uh, there were so many cool panels. We attended a lot of the podcasting yeah. track. Yeah, that was pr- almost exclusively, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> there was some almost. other things. There was some literary stuff I was really jazzed for. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to, okay, the Gilgamesh discussion is right now. Mm-hmm. Or we can sit and talk with Brand and Allie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I chose, you know, I chose people over panels, yeah. I guess. And yeah. so it was really such a, a great chance to really get to know some mm-hmm. really amazing creative and even if they didn't have their own podcast or something like that, yeah. amazing, just great, oh yeah, stellar people. Oh, for me, that was definitely one of the highlights. Was speaking of brand, is the calls for Cthulhu oh, live, yeah. live calls for the Cthulhu recording. Oh yeah, it's just so funny and insanely funny. The way they did it, you know, if you don't know, calls for Cthulhu is a video podcast, mm-hmm. and so it's a call-in talk show essentially, where you call the Dark One and. <laughs> Ask for advice about things, any answers, and it's a, it's a puppet with mm-hmm. uh, a lot of production. There's a lot of stuff going on behind him, his, his lair. And Cthulhu, of course, is the dark, you know, old one, gar- mm-hmm. you know, god type, mythical thing that was created by H.P. Lovecraft mm-hmm. ages and ages ago. And right. so there's like this whole little 
cultural <laughs> neat thing where people really get into Cthulhu and mm -hmm. he found this Cthulhu puppet and started the podcast. So people email and call in different questions for Cthulhu and Bran had a big whopping list of these. Uh -huh. They got passed around the room. Everybody picked questions they might want to ask and they actually had two video cameras set up. Mm -hmm. One so you can see the people asking the questions and then one on Cthulhu himself. Mm -hmm. And they would ask the question and then inevitably... Cthulhu would eat their soul. As Cthulhu is wont to do. Right. Which took the form of Paul Fisher having these giant tentacle arm things <laughs> and pulling the person off camera. Yeah. And so I did one of the questions. Mm -hmm. um, a whole bunch of people we know yeah. did questions. Yeah. And one of the really funny things is people would go up with one of the questions and then say, actually, I have my own question. Yeah. And Brand would be like, I suck at ad lib. I all right, hit me. We'll try. It. He was so resigned about it, but willing to do it as long yeah. as everybody understood it that wasn't going to be funny. And they were so funny. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> they my were gosh. so funny. He's just got such a quick, a quick wit, anyways. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and the funny, well, really, the funniest moment for me was um, they're like, "Okay, who's next?" And somebody in the audience said. Well, you know, through the magic of editing, Brand, you could ask a question. That's right. <laughs> he was just like, what? <laughs> and then I said, and make it ad lib, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really hoping that that makes it on. It would be such a great moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Allie's daughter went up and asked a question. Mm -hmm. That was just the cutest. Elf princess. <laughs> <laughs> so... That yeah, was... because she's like four. No, explain that. Elf mm, Princess is Allie's daughter, and she's like four or five years old, mm -hmm. and she carries a Cthulhu doll. Right. <laughs> and she, she does the whole Cthulhu thing, and mm -hmm. she's just so adorable, and people just fall in love with her because she's so con ready. I mean, yeah. here's this little girl that is ready to sit quietly, usually quietly, mm -hmm. especially if May's there. Yeah. She loves May. May has fuchsia pink hair. Right. And so she goes, every once in a while, she'll look at her and she'll go, Mommy, I want her. <laughs> you know, not like, can I sit with her, but can I have her? Right. So she's just really fun kid to have at a con. She's just really ready to go, well-behaved, mm -hmm. but always quick and able to make people grin. You know, she's yeah. so sweethearted. So they helped get a, you know, pretty simple question that she could with a couple right. little prompts, could ask it, get yeah. it all out on camera mm -hmm. so that Cthulhu could answer mm. it. And then it was eaten. And then was eaten. <laughs> <laughs> because it is Cthulhu after all. Yeah. So anyways, we kind of we kind of went on there. but That was uh, definitely a highlight for me. Brandon, Allie, and Elf Princess are just the most amazing little family, though. They're mm -hmm. just so cool and fun. And yeah. They're all so neat. I yeah. just love them. And another highlight for me was the Aliens You Will Meet oh, live yeah. puppet show. And I have to admit, I had never listened to that podcast. That's mm -hmm. by Jared Axelrod. Yeah. And it was just amazing. Yeah. The music was amazing, which I was kind of embarrassed because when they did the theme song, I was like, I know there were other people there that didn't know it. Mm -hmm. But every, almost everybody in the audience, <laughs> and these were smallish panels, yeah. but a good 20, 30, 40 people crammed into this room to watch the live yeah. recording of Aliens You Will Meet. And everybody was singing along, and I felt like that lame kid. <laughs> but it was so, it, was, it wasn't like it was super funny, hilarious. It was yeah. just really creative. Yeah. That was what struck me about it. And J.R. Blackwell, the amazing photographer, <laughs> J.R. I'm such a fangirl of yeah. hers. It was really pathetic. Again, another squee moment. <laughs> yeah. But um, she was a part of the live recording. Yeah, and Jared and J.R. are like the super couple. They're both so creative and so do so many artistic. things. So they're both podcasters. They're both writers. Mm -hmm. She does this amazing photography. It's beautiful stuff. She's a burlesque girl. They do a the theater troupe there mm -hmm. uh, where they live. Of course, Jared does all of... He makes the puppets. Mm -hmm. He does amazing costumery. makes um, these really cool hybrid superhero steampunk costumes. Yeah. It's just amazing. All, everything they cram in. Yeah. <laughs> all the different ways yeah. that they express themselves. Mm -hmm. And just really sweet, nice people. And that's the thing is that you kind of expect... And I didn't really expect it of them, but I was really glad to find that they weren't like pretentious. Mm -hmm. 
You know, we're yeah. too artistic to talk to you. <laughs> they were just, and I heard somebody say this about JR. I can't remember who said it, that, you know, when you talk to her, you feel like she's really connecting and she's mm-hmm. really listening and that she's really interested in what you have to say, mm-hmm. which struck me because that's kind of rare anymore. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm sure that that's on a person by person basis. And right. <laughs> when we met her at the bar, mm-hmm. she was exactly that. And she was just so open to people mm-hmm. and so kind and so sweet that yeah she's just amazing i didn't get to talk to jared that much because he was playing a game um one of the oh, tabletop right. games yeah. but he that was like the only time he had that a I mandate <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> they had set up a date to go play a game oh gotcha not by themselves um <laughs> off to the side <laughs> what were your favorite panels wow well i those were two of my absolute favorites and i had I had not ever listened, like I said, to Aliens You'll Meet. Mm-hmm. And I had I had been watching Calls for Cthulhu. I can't mm-hmm. oh when we were at RavenCon. Yeah. Um, Brand and Allie and Elf Princess were there with the Cthulhu doll. And I mm-hmm. heard people talking about how funny it was, so I started watching it. Mm-hmm. And I've actually got LT, <laughs> yeah. our, our tween, our eleven <laughs> year old, loves Call for Calls for Cthulhu. And He's kind of, and the, our teenager M doesn't really get into the podcast at all. He thinks it's all kind of yeah. lame because, well, we're doing it. So right. how fun or cool <laughs> could it be? But LT really enjoyed, really enjoyed Calls for Cthulhu. Once mm-hmm. we explained what Cthulhu was, right. he was cracking up. <laughs> and he also, you know, like some other ones now too. But yeah. what else did I enjoy? I enjoyed Mer Lafferty's mm. um, The Takeover. We saw yeah. a live recording of The Takeover. <laughs> of the first two episodes. And it was, um, the premise is Zombink takes over this company. Mm-hmm. And it's like the merge of these two companies of a zombie, comp- a zombie company. Right. It's kind of like the merging of two different companies. One is a zombie company, of mm-hmm. course, because it's called Zombink. That's the giveaway. <laughs> the other one is like your average normal. It's like a web development. Yeah. Company. Human Human oh, company right. plus a zombie company. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious. Yeah. Or some of the, the humans are given the opportunity to join the management track of mm-hmm. Zombink, which of course means you have to become a zombie. Right. It's hilarious. <laughs> so that's definitely something you guys want to check out. At, what, that's at Merverse, right? It's at, yeah, it's Merverse. at Merverse on the main Merverse seed. And then there's also Zombink.com. Zombink. Okay. <laughs> it's really, really, I really enjoyed that because there were so many people that I really adore that were a part of the live recording. And it's actually the, the podcast itself is a serialized audio drama. Mm-hmm. It's not a narrative reading. It's right. a full cast audio drama. Exactly. Like, you know, radio, radio style. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, like I was saying, the cast, the people that she had on the cast, mm-hmm. I mean, you had, of course, Smar, John mm-hmm. Smar, who has the amazing voice mm-hmm. and his wife, Laura Burns, mm-hmm. but Christiana Ellis, who yeah. I just, I just, she's one of those people, and I'm going to say this a lot, but she's just one of those people that you just love. Yeah. So funny, so witty, <laughs> so open to meeting people and hanging out and just being cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And, okay, my new, like, in my heart, one of my very favorite people, Chris Lester. Oh, yeah. Who does the Metamore City podcast, mm-hmm. which I really love, but I didn't really start listening to until we started going back and forth in Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he's just one of these really amazing people. Yeah. Every day does a 420 moment of Zen. You yeah. know, he's just one of those really, <laughs> like, he's got a light. I I mean, I guess that's what that's how I would refer to it. He's just got yeah. like this light within him that you're just like, oh, I just love him, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's just the nicest, funniest, and he's just super cool. Yeah. So... It, if if that's not enough, then let me say, because it's really the most important part, is that the Metamore City podcast mm-hmm. is really, really good. The stories oh, yeah. are fantastic. So I did go a little fangirl because I am enjoying it so much. Yeah. But it's hard to go fangirl with him because he's just like, I get to meet Ben. Right. You know, so he's, he's just like, I mean, obviously he wasn't a fanboy, but it was just like, he was, I was so excited to meet him and he was excited to meet me too. Yeah. And so it was just a really cool. <sighs> well, on the last episode of Metamore City, he did a Balticon wrap up and mentioned how. I haven't listened yet. He, he talks about how they get there, mm-hmm. walk into the lobby, just like. Or I guess they came into the side on the side of the dealer room mm-hmm. and then come into the lobby and immediately somebody 
you know, sees him mm-hmm. and runs over and tackles him. <laughs> and then everybody just surrounds yeah. him and hugging him. Mm-hmm. And you're here. And he said, it was like coming home to a family I've never met. Exactly. <laughs> and how kind of overwhelmed he was by mm-hmm. it. And, and then I'm thinking, well, come on, dear Chris Lester, of course. <laughs> you were coming home because mm-hmm. he's such, such an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Fits right in. Yeah. He, and he does. He's... He's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Love him to pieces. That was real. And who else was on the panel? Of course, well, Murr. Uh, of course, Murr. And Jason Adams. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jason Adams playing Dr. Jason. One of my favorite lines in it is, we're a web design company. Why do we have a mad scientist? <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have a mad scientist lab? And uh, J.C. Hutchins. Of course. And he and was hilarious. On the In the live recording... Um, Podcasting's Rich Siegfried was mm-hmm. there, but he was a stand-in right. on the actual the cast of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Martin Casserly mm-hmm. is in from the UK, yep. which is really cool hearing his voice because we've been twittering with him for so yeah. long and hearing him on the cast. And there was another stand-in. JR. Oh, JR was a stand-in for the for another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was expecting number. her to be because the first episode has been released, and so mm-hmm. we saw the yeah. for, the recording. We saw the live recording, right? But that wasn't what she put out. Yeah. Which I totally understand, but I kind of wish she had because it was so funny. I bet it will come out at some point. I don't know, but it was really funny. But the one that she put out was really funny too. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, the content is the same, but you get the the crowd reactions, Mm -hmm. stuff we laughed at, and that I think kind of fed the actors, you Mm -hmm. know, a little bit more. Yeah. But it was just, it was amazing either way. Oh, yeah. And I, I just, I can't remember everybody that was up there, which is. Kind of foolish because at the time I was like, "Oh look, there! Oh, uh, Moldauer, <laughs> David Moldauer, David Moldauer, yeah, was up there." Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't remember everybody. It was just, <laughs> to, and that's Stellar that's just cast. it. That was Balticon. Yeah. It was just so much. It was, it was everything that we'd hoped it would be, but it was mm-hmm. even more because the people were even better than we expected. Oh, I just remembered somebody else that was up there for hmm. the takeover. Yeah, Jim Van Berth. Oh well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mars husband, who does his own <laughs> podcast called Vintage Gamer, mm-hmm. where he talks about, um, well, tabletop vintage games. Yeah. There ended up being a live culture cast recording. Yeah. Susan but we, Z and Biscuit, yeah. which we missed. It was scheduled to be at a certain time, and we were going to be on it, and mm-hmm. then it had to get rescheduled, and it ended up going against Heather Welliver's concert. Well, it went up against Heather Welliver of the Shillas. And a friend of ours, mm-hmm. she was doing a live concert. And also at the same time, Chris Lester was doing a live reading of Men yeah. More City. <laughs> and it was a really tough call. We kind yeah. of, we thought that Heather's set was going to start earlier. So we'd be able to watch her set, mm-hmm. go and visit, hang out with Susan Z and Biscuit for a little while, and then go watch the Chris Lester mm-hmm. reading. But I didn't realize that there was a band opening before her. Yeah. So she started late. We got to Chris's reading late, mm-hmm. and she was amazing. And she had yeah. the band Stokely Rose following her, which I think is a band that she's played with before. It I was an acoustic so. set, mm-hmm. and she sang amazingly. Oh, yeah. She has such a beautiful voice, and, and they did a really great job, and they kept everybody really entertained. Mm-hmm. I felt really bad about having to leave before the set was over. Yeah. But I really wanted to be there to support Chris Lester, too, because he's just so amazing. Yeah, and I talked to her afterwards. She's like, oh, I totally understand. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go see we Chris Lester there, read. <laughs> I think we were there for most of it. Yeah, yeah. Because it went, we were there a good 40 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And so then we went to Chris Lester's reading. And it it was, I'm really glad we went to that because uh-huh. now when I listen to Metamore City, I get him too. Yeah. Before yeah. I just got the story and his reading of it. But now after having seen him do a reading, mm-hmm. I can just it's like, oh, he's just reading to me now. Right. <laughs> it's just like another cool dimension to it. It was pretty amazing because he gets so into the story. Yeah. He was so animated. Mm-hmm. You see the facial expressions yeah. and then um the body characteristic yeah. changes from character to character. Uh very riveting reading absolutely because it was a long reading we thought it was going to be an hour we were really upset because we thought we were only going to see like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. of it but he went on for another hour after that yeah and we were all just like on the edge of our seats and i loved when every once in a while he would look out into the audience Uh and everybody was like just like big eyes (laughs) watching you know at least we were in the back so i don't know what the people in front of us were looking like but 
I know it definitely had me riveted and it was a little sexy in places. <laughs> true. It was very sexy in places, which very doesn't true. hurt when you're trying to keep people's attention. It was pretty late too. I mean, yeah. It, it ended at one o'clock or something. I think so, yeah. <laughs> it was so cool though. And then of course, by the time we got out, I think Culture Cast, they were joking that they did a three hour recording and uh-huh. we still managed to miss right. <laughs> the entire thing. I walked out there at one point and I was just like, I'm going to go find a drink because there were just a couple people out there and I felt very like odd about it, mm. you know? So... Mm. And well, the, you weren't with me, so it was kind of like yeah. Mm. And at the the Chris Lester meeting um, afterwards, you know, everybody came up and said, "Oh, you know, hey, mm. great oh, job and everything." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I saw you know you guys missed the first half or whatever," mm-hmm. and he gave us the manuscript. He gave us the manuscript, <laughs> and I was so, like, hey, "You can just have this and read it." <laughs> and I was, I'll be honest, I was a little tipsy, <laughs> so I don't remember him giving you the script. Ah. Or uh-huh. the reading, the right. selection. So I didn't see it until the next morning. I woke up and I was like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is so exciting. <laughs> and I didn't, There was. it was immediately, you wake up, you immediately get going to the panels. Because yeah. there was so much that we wanted to see. Patio Books 101 and mm-hmm. video podcasting and, you know... I mean, I can't even remember everything we saw. We need to get out. I guess we should have gotten out the program and looked at what we went to. But, and I, and of course, I again missed the Laura Burns discussion on the web telescope. Oh, yeah. And what did I say a hundred times? When we missed it at RavenCon. And uh-huh. then you were like, I'm not going to miss it this time. I'm, she's doing it, it this again. Time. I was so excited that she was doing it again. And we missed it again. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was one of those, we could either eat so i don't faint or right. we could go to that and i could pass out halfway through and destroy well, the whole panel and because there were so many awesome panels happening mm-hmm. a lot of them happened back or simultaneously head head, yeah so you had to make a choice one over the other it was and painful then, and then fit in eating yeah and yeah <laughs> there were a couple of times that my blood sugar got dangerously low mm-hmm. so we were trying to stay on top of that and of course what where heather wellover is we also had the awesome Mark Bailey, oh, yeah. who does Grail Wolf's Geek Life, <laughs> uh-huh. another podcast that we enjoy. And so we got to hang out with them, too, because they live kind of nearby, but we don't see them hardly ever. Yeah. So it was really cool to get to see them and hang out because they're just another. It's like JR and um, Jared, where uh-huh. they're just so creative and fun. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, where have these people been my whole life? <laughs> you know, I have a very small circle of friends that got has gotten smaller over the years. Mm-hmm. So that most of the time, it's you and me, you know, mucking about and doing our thing. Yeah. And then we go to something like this, and it's like, can't we all just move to the same town? Because you guys are awesome. Right. And it would just be so good for my soul (laughs) to be around, you know, all of these amazing creative people that are so loving and open. And maybe wouldn't be like that every day, so we wouldn't want to live in the same house. (laughs) It wouldn't be one of those, we should live in the same apartment building, you know, but... It'd be well, really cool to be able to interact more often. Towards the end of the con, people were joking, we need to make a podcaster commune and everybody can, <laughs> we'll just get a big piece of land and exactly. everybody can come live together. We'll take turns doing panels. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a big fat internet connection. We'll, we'll need we'll need a stage to do skits and productions and whatnot. It'll be awesome. It'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> And Christiana, which who we mentioned earlier, was mm-hmm. there, and she does Christiana's Shallow Thoughts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she also does, of course, Nina Kimberly, The Merciless. Yeah. Space Casey. And Space Casey. And she just – the and she was – at one point we were – I can't remember what panel we were in, that she was up on the panel. Mm-hmm. And she gets this look on her face, and I don't know if I mentioned this from RavenCon because I don't know that I picked up on it. But at one point I actually tweeted that, you know – it looks like Christiana has a look every once in a while where she kind of raises her eyebrow. Uh-huh. And I said, she looks like at any moment she could just call shenanigans on the whole lot of us <laughs> because she looks at you like, hmm, is this, you know, is this true? Hmm, I'm a bit skeptical. And it's just cracks me up. So it's hard to watch her on a panel with a serious discussion because when that eyebrow pops up, uh-huh. I just think shenanigans. <laughs> she's, just, she's so funny. I just love her so much. So there's my little rant about Christiana. <laughs> So Susan Z and Biscuit, which we were about to mention before, but I got mm-hmm. sidetracked. Um, they did their live recording of Culture Cast number fifty, which mm-hmm. was the big deal. The I don't know how long. I don't even think it's been put up yet. But if it was three hours, it's going to take her a while probably to <laughs> yeah. to slim that down. Yeah. They also have this thing on that sh- on their show called Biscuit Slash, uh-huh. 
which is how do we explain this for our podcast? Well, there is a long history of slash fiction, which is you take... Which I had never heard of. A famous somebody slash somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they're of an erotic nature. Yes. Not safe for kids. <laughs> and I'm stuff. not 100% sure. If I remember correctly, the way it got started was Biscuit had made some kind of statement like, you know, you've really made it when there's slash fiction of you. Oh, okay. And oddly enough, people took up the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember that podcast that triggered it very clearly, but... And so there was a barrage of Biscuit Slash, which began as Biscuit Slash Matt Wallace. (laughs) Who we'll talk about in a minute. And... And then turned into a bunch of other people. I I remember the Scott Sigler one. Oh, yeah. That one was rough. So if if you are interested in listening to it, it's very blue, very raw. The Nobilis created the Biscuit Slash Mad Libs Mm -hmm. when the first one was actually submitted to the show. So apparently he contacted Biscuit Mm -hmm. and just gave him a list of words to just say (laughs) into a microphone and send them back. And then he chopped them into a story. (laughs) And Biscuit is such a great sport about it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. I know. I I can't. I honestly can't think of anybody else that would be such a good sport about it. (laughs) So he, for the Balticon, he wrote a whole bunch of different Mad Lib stories. (laughs) And everybody in the room, you know, he would shout out noun, body part, verb. Mm -hmm. And everybody would supply it. And he would keep tabs on it and then read the story. And and Christiana had brought her own. Yeah, she had her written. flash fiction. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Nobilis does an erotica podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of yeah. his territory. And we did it very late at night. It was like at 11 or 12 o'clock yeah. one night. And it was late <laughs> enough that, again, some people, not naming names, were a little tipsy. Yeah. And it just was hilarious. Yeah. And Jack Jaffe actually had T-shirts. Right. <laughs> That's right. T-shirts. I know. And I, I need to get one. Stuff. But she gave me one. <clears throat> but he also, Jack Jaffe has his own podcast. Yeah. 12 Volt Theater. Theater. Right. And so he was there with his, um, with his lady, Teresa. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, helping Nobilis with, with running the whole thing. Yeah. And it was so fun. And they're really sweet, too. Jack oh, and yeah. Teresa are so sweet. Really nice couple. So I'm just so glad we got to meet all these really cool people. Managers, do you have problems with workers coming in late, leaving early, and taking too long of a lunch break? Let's face it, employees these days are not hardworking. They're too busy checking email, reading blogs, chatting with their new friend in Sweden, who's really a hairy guy from Duluth, or, God forbid, listening to podcasts to be of any real use to you. This is where Zombink can help you. We are, among other things, a zombie placement service that will supply you with workers that will work tirelessly around the clock. They don't need breaks. They don't need social security. And if there's a workplace accident, there's none of that pesky short-term disability or lawsuits. Simply return the damaged zombie to us, and you'll be supplied with a new one. Think of Zombink when you see that lifeless, uninterested look in your living employee's eyes. At least with zombies, that lifeless, uninterested look will be on the face of a hard worker. Zombink can supply you with workers for construction, farming, security, janitorial services, and web design. And we're adding new services every month. Please visit our website at zombink.net to order your own service today. Clients of Zombink are responsible for the well-being of their human employees, customers, and visitors. Employ zombies at your own risk. All mutilations, dismemberments, death, or the transfer of the zombie curse are the responsibility of the client, not Zombink. You're hiring zombies. What do you expect? But the biscuit slash was really, it really got out of control a couple of times. It was so funny, though, guys. It was so mm-hmm. funny. We missed the George Robb concert. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm i really glad we went to biscuit slash because oh, it was yeah. a hoot. Forget about it. And I got, no, you actually were taking pictures that night. Yeah. So you were, you took almost every picture that we had. 
yeah. from Balticon. And there's a couple pictures of Biscuit that are just like <laughs> so funny because one of them is like, yeah, I expected that. And then another one is like, oh, that would hurt. Yeah, sting. <laughs> <laughs> and got some really good ones of Susan laughing at yeah. it. It was really, it was so fun. Everybody had a lot of fun with it. And Matt Wallace was actually in there too at one point. Oh, yeah, wasn't he? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Matt Wallace is, has, he actually won a, was it a, par, a Parsec that he won one year? I believe so. Yeah. He is, and I haven't seen any of his writing other than what he wrote for episode four of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Stranger Things is the video. I, it seems an insult <laughs> to call it a video podcast. Right. But it's their high definition story i guess what would you call them films they're like films They're short films right and it's the series that earl newton has put out Mm -hmm. and david Cantor, also Mm -hmm. of course producer right and matt wallace actually wrote the fourth episode and they debuted it at balticon so -hmm. we got to go to a live screening of that and that was really cool yeah it was amazing the the singularity event where they said after this, everything changes. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing will be the same. And it was true. They mm-hmm. announced the news that Stranger Thing has been picked up. They made a deal with Illusion TV, which is a video on demand service. Right. And Stranger Things is now going to be shown in 25 million homes. It's amazing. I get goosebumps <laughs> again. Cable television. I mean, it, they only they debuted episode four. Yeah. So in the first three <clears throat> episodes, they did such groundbreaking work. Yeah. That they're already, they've already got a deal that will get more people to see them. And the thing that I also loved was that they were so humble mm-hmm. and appreciative of everybody there. You're here. You're here for this big moment. Right. You're a part of it. We're here because of you. Yeah. And that they will continue to provide them for free. Yeah. Well, that's how they got the start. They're very big into Creative Commons mm-hmm. licensing. And that's how they got the start. And that was part of the deal mm-hmm. was that... They're going to be on-demand cable, but on-demand doesn't mean pay-per-view. Right. It's on-demand. When a new episode's available, you can start playing it, and it's still free. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll still release them as the podcast. Well, that's what he said. That's the part that I picked up on was, I don't don't know if the Illusion TV is free, but I know that the podcasts are free. He said, on-demand does not mean Mm pay-per-view. They will be available for free. That's amazing. I'm really shocked by the whole... Creative Commons community, and that mm-hmm. seems to be. I don't know if I'm right in saying that it seems like everybody does everything Creative Commons. Pretty much every podcast is Creative mm-hmm. Commons. Most the, people, there's a few exceptions where they hold it strictly as copyright uh-huh. and completely control it. Right. And then there's different levels of Creative Commons. Right. So there is the Creative Commons that says attribution, no derivatives, which mm-hmm. is pretty common which means you can share it with people but you can't make money from it you can't change it mm-hmm. that's what we release this podcast right under. and then a lot of people go the next step which is um actually like metamore does share alike mm-hmm. and share alike says you can take it you can chop it up you can turn it into your own thing mm-hmm. that's really common with music mm-hmm. and that's like the new nine inch nails album right it's literally creative commons share alike gotcha you can take his tracks and he released the multi-tracks so you can yeah. take just his voice or yeah. just the guitar mix it into your own songs and release them as your own songs yeah. as long as you give credit somewhere right um link back to the original work and as long as you don't charge money for it, it and that's only fair if you're going to make money from it you got to kick it back that's right so you're not allowed to make money unless you work out a separate deal we were just I'm, and everybody there was one of those things where you would talk to people the night before or you would bump into people in the morning in the halls and say, so what are you going to? And everybody was like, duh, stranger things. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Singularity. Yeah, it was really cool because also David Cantor actually interviewed Matt Wallace. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I'm not familiar with Matt Wallace's work. I think mm-hmm. I'm one of the few people that wasn't that was there at Balticon. But I'm new to the whole podcasting thing anyways. Mm-hmm. So I, did, I listened to a one or two podcasts yeah. before we started podcasting. And I really only started listening to other podcasts as I met people through Twitter and really enjoyed them and thought, yeah, how could I not yeah. like what they do? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, we, and don't forget, we got to meet geek acres, Doug Rapson. Yes. He wasn't there the whole, the whole time. Yeah. He was there, I think for two days. Well, I was going to say, I was going to ask if there were any regrets, longings, things. And that was 
what I was holding on to is that we didn't get to spend more quality time. We attended a couple panels yeah. with Doug, yeah, but we didn't get to go to lunch. We didn't get to have you know real one-on-one. I time. know. Um, so that was probably my biggest regret. Didn't get to hang out as much with Ma and Dan. Yeah, and really had hoped to. I know. And didn't get to spend any real quality time with Doug. And didn't even get to go to all of her panels. Yeah. yeah. And which was something that I was just. I went to the ones that I really thought were important. The ones that I knew that she was really nervous about, we were there for. Mm-hmm. Like the Don't Be That Guy right. panel, mm-hmm. which was um, women podcasters mm-hmm. with Paul Fisher, the great Paul Fisher, <laughs> moderating. And yeah. it was just an, an opportunity for men, you know, and we're talking about a convention, a science fiction literature convention. Right. You got Typically, nerdy quote, guys who... geeky guys that may have some difficulty, you know, interacting with women. And the whole idea of the panel was to help them kind of get through that. So mm-hmm. I know she was nervous about that because it was initially planned to be done with Leanne Mabry, right. who wasn't able to make it. So mm-hmm. we went to that one and some other ones that she did, but really missed having that, you know, two-on-two time with them. Mm-hmm. Like like we've gotten spoiled to doing when we're together. Right. <laughs> so, but then um, she was having some some pain, so she wasn't. She wasn't, we were kind of almost on a different schedule from them because they were up really early. Yeah. And by the time I was waking up, they were gone and having lunch and heading to first panel as I'm just blearily trying to wake up because the first night we got, the first night we were there, we got back to our room at 5 a.m. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We went to kind of a a really small gathering in Scott and Maybreak all's room. Uh Uh-huh. And the second night. We did better. We got back at 3 a.m. Right. But that was only because. (laughs) Because the little impromptu party got broken up by the police. Yeah. We (laughs) we did us. We were Twittering and um, somebody, I won't say who, was apparently tweeting funny inebriated things. I won't say who. It was me. (laughs) It was me. And um, so Philippa Ballantyne, who was in New Zealand, was, you know, they were somehow, I don't even know how it evolved because I didn't go back and read the Twitter history, but they decided to Skype call her, which is like a video. You can either do typing or you can do a video call. So they video called Pip Mm -hmm. and T was with us. Chris (laughs) Lester was with us. His friend, Brian, Mr. Dubs was with us. Uh And it was, of course, Indiana Indiana Jim. (laughs) And Christiana was in there then, too, right? Yeah, I think so. And Biscuit was supposed to come. Oh, and I still... Let me make a public apology to Biscuit, because (laughs) Chooch had told me that we had a room party going on, so the room that he he and I were sharing with T, and so Mm -hmm. we got back there, and there was a small group of people, and then they left. And then I got a message from May, come up to our room if you want, so we... Mm -hmm staggered our way there and no we're not drinkers this is like the most alcohol i've consumed in 10 years uh, oh yeah you know <laughs> very much <laughs> but it was just like oh apple teenies candy drinks yeah. <laughs> you know forget it and so we made it and i had i yeah girl drink girl. i had said we're having a party in our room come to our room when you're free and i said it right. to christiana and i said it to um biscuit. to biscuit and there was Another person I said it to that also came, though. Mm. Oh, Heather and Mark. Yeah, yeah. And so we were in Scott and May's room, and it seemed like it was... Well, we were in our room, and we were getting ready for bed. And I was like, well, it's been such a long time. To to me, it felt like it had been hours since I told them, and then I figured they just weren't coming. So we were going to get ready for bed, got the message, oh, went that's to right. May's room. Well, and they said, oh, one thing real quick. You got to come up, you know. And yeah. And then we talked to T and T's like, oh, yeah, well, let's just run up there real quick. Yeah. We'll say a quick so hi, we five there. minutes, we'll come back and go to sleep. So while we were up there, Biscuit and Christiana and the others mm. came to our room looking for us. And, right. and Biscuit said he even did the cop knock, right. the <laughs> knock, you know. And we weren't there, and somebody had hung a do not disturb sign on the door, so they were like, strange, (laughs) the three of them (laughs) are in there. there. So anyways, Christiana, Heather, and Mark came to the room with us, but Biscuit went, and he did something else. I can't, I'm not really clear on what he did. He said something about a panel or something like that. So he didn't come, and I felt really bad, because he was kind of ditched. We kind of like said, come over, and then we weren't there. But anyway, so we did the Skype call with Philippa, and Mm -hmm. it got a little loud, as things can get with tea <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of us. Everybody was and blaming tea. Yeah. 
Everybody was blaming T, but we were all loud. That's true. It was a really funny call. I don't remember most of it, yeah. but it was really fun. So it was Pip on maximized full screen on a laptop, mm-hmm. getting passed from person to person. Saying, I know. Hi, how are you doing? And, she's just, and it's like I was telling you, she's just as cute and adorable as she uh-huh. just ever comes off on. And she was just laughing at us. Oh, yeah. It was fun. So please don't think we're alcoholics. Please don't. <laughs> please don't take my children away. They were safe at their grandparents' house. Yes. and. It was just... We were stepping out. We never, ever, (laughs) ever get to really have that kind of, like, cut loose fun. Well, and the thing is, everybody's in a hotel. Yeah. Nobody's driving driving. anywhere. (laughs) So it's just free for all. Getting lost and wandering in the halls is the worst thing that could happen to you. Yep. (laughs) So that was a lot of fun. I think we got back to the room at 3 Mm a.m. So anyways, like I was saying, we were on a different schedule from M.A. and Dan. Right. So it just, we, you know, didn't get enough time with them, but... She and I are already planning some more time to get together this summer. Very so cool. looking forward to that. And some of the other authors that we met, and this is just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. So don't, please don't get your feelings hurt if you're listening and I <laughs> don't name you because I'm just that kind of girl and I just woke up from a nap. Mm. <laughs> but we got to meet P.G. Holyfield. Yes. Who's the author of Murdered Avedon Hill. Yeah. And his lovely wife, Liza. Mm-hmm. Which is a patio book that I'm really enjoying. I'm trying to take my time going through it because I know he's not done podcasting the entire right, thing. Right. And I'm really frustrated with finishing the work and then going, <laughs> now I want another <laughs> chapter. So that was really nice meeting him. Yeah. Real pleasure. Really, again, really amazing people. Oh, yeah. And Nathan Lowell. Yeah. Which I have not, I'm shamefully behind on things. And I haven't listened to any of his Clipper what is the the series called? The Golden Age of the Solar Clipper. Yeah, and I, I haven't listened to any of his books. And he has three completed, and I think he just started podcasting the fourth one. And my problem is, is it a series that I'm going to start and have to wait for them to finish? Mm. From my understanding, they're individual novels. Okay. And so it's like a quadrilogy. or You know, in fantasy, you usually go way beyond trilogies. It's right. pretty common. So, yeah, the first one is quarter share. The second one's half share. The third one is full, full share. share. The current one's double share. Or actually, I think double share may be completed, and it's a new, new one that's now being... He's very prolific. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody has said that they are just phenomenal. I know. I need to start it, but I want to find out if they're a series. That's what I, I know that you think that they're not, that they're like a trilogy self-contained book, but. Yeah, they're, I mean, it is a series, but each one is a self-contained book. But that's kind of what messed me over with the Heaven series. Oh. So yeah. it's like, I'm so glad that I started Seventh Son after it was completed all in one shot. And the ones that I'm waiting on, like Metamore City, it's like, I love you, Chris, but please, <laughs> faster, faster, please. So I'm as awful as it is. I'm subscribed to the feed. They're getting my counts, but uh-huh. I'm not going to listen to them until <laughs> there's more in there so that I don't have to go, hmm, I want more. Right. I actually had a really cool moment that you weren't there for. Uh-huh. One of the few times that we weren't side by side. <laughs> oh, how do you even remember it then? Moving on. <laughs> so standing there talking with a group of people waiting mm-hmm. for a panel to start. And someone comes over. And I remember saying, because you had gone off to do something or meet somebody. And we were near um, an exit, a uh-huh. building exit that went out to like a little courtyard area where a lot of people would chat and smoke between panels. Yeah. And so I heard you laughing, but I couldn't see you when the doors opened. So I said, uh-huh. I think I hear my husband out there. And like a minute later, someone said, I'm sorry to interrupt, but your voice sounds really familiar. So, of course, to me, I'm thinking immediately, who do I sound like that they think that I am because nobody knows who I am? And he goes, are you Viv? And I was like, (laughs) what? Me? (laughs) Viv me? Is there another Viv? And it was Fantastic Foe, a listener to our City of Heroes podcast, who had started being really active on our listener forums and giving comments and that sort of thing. So I was like, fantastic, Foe, hey. So it was because it was somebody whose name I recognized. I was like, hey, say, okay, great to see you and everything like that. And he was here doing some, I guess they were like live performance things yeah, that he does yeah. with his family at Balticon. And he was just kind of hoping that he'd bump into us. And I said, I can't believe you recognize my voice. Nobody, you know, right. <laughs> this isn't a place where people know me. 
And because we are friends with a lot of people, but most of them don't listen to our podcasts. Either yeah. they are not in a blended family mm-hmm. or they um, don't play City of Heroes. And I know that some that are not in blended family still listen just because they like us, which mm-hmm. is like, thanks, guys. We like <laughs> <Wow>. you, too. <laughs> but nobody's going to listen to City Heroes podcast if they aren't like, yeah. playing it. Although we have gotten some listeners to start playing it again and even True. some friends to start playing it again. Yeah. So it was just really cool, you know to meet somebody that enjoyed our podcast. And mm-hmm. so he said, I thought I heard you say that your husband was out there and I heard another voice that sounded like Chooch. So I said, well, come on, let's go meet him. <laughs> so we got to talk to him for a good long time. And yeah. he's just such a nice guy. Yeah. And we had to miss, unfortunately, his performance was up against one of MA's panel. It yeah, was the, right. the don't be that guy. That's right. That was one that was really mm-hmm. important to her. She was really nervous about. So we yeah. unfortunately had to miss it, which I was really sorry about. But his friend, who he introduced to us as Ice Pick, mm-hmm. actually took pictures of it, and he's now my Flickr friend. So I was actually able to see some pictures from that Very performance, cool. which is really cool. <laughs> so that was awesome. And then we also met Scott Phillips, which is somebody that we were, we had been, you know, talking with in yeah. Twitter. And I didn't realize he listens. He had come up to me. I th- it may have been in the 80s party, which I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, the 80s party. <laughs> okay, we've got to remember to say I don't remember that. if it was there or not. But, yeah, so he had come up to me and said, oh, hey, you're huge. And I go, yeah. And he said, oh, I listen to the podcast. And oh, that's so got to cool. give me some pointers. I just started, you know, started playing this month. And oh, <laughs> Help, help, uh, give me some pointers for my level 10. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. And we got to team up with him actually last weekend. Oh, yeah. We yeah. did team up with him, but we've been running some new content in, yeah, the in higher level City stuff. of Heroes that you have to be a certain level to get into that we're trying, we're really anxious to do it. Uh-huh. So we're in that zone playing it, so we can't bring him in there with us. But when we're out, we're going to have him come play with us again. Mm hmm. Which it kind of goes against our rule of going and doing stuff outside of the listener meetup with listeners. But because mm-hmm. we met him in real life and we spent a lot of time with him over the yeah, weekend. Yeah. And he's just such a really great. And, and that sounds kind of unfair, but. Well, I liken it kind of there's this, you know, web of trust. There's friends of friends. And so right. we had gotten to know other people that we know. Uh-huh. And then we had gotten to, you know, spend some yeah. significant time with him at the con. Yeah. It's, I was going to say real fast that we, we kind of had this loose pack going from panel to panel. Yeah. With the two of us and Paulette, yeah, we went to a lot of together the same with ones. us a lot, yeah, and which is so great because yeah. I, I mean, come on, it's Paulette, she's totally. awesome, uh, and she was having a problem with her knee, so oh, she had yeah. to miss a bunch of panels, Poor and, thing. so that kind of sucked, and but so but a significant amount of time was with Paulette, and then Scott, mm-hmm. and then the Breakalls, yeah, had a lot in Jet, mm-hmm. and Emma and Dan for a lot of the panel yeah. side, not the. Other social, social side, side of it. Yeah. Um, but so this kind of pack, we, we really all met up yeah. at most of the panels. Yeah. And Brandon Allison met yeah. in a lot of them. So that was kind of cool. So he, he was Lester. kind of ended up being part of the pack, <laughs> yeah. jumping from panel to panel yeah. together. <laughs> and everybody would mix and match, going to meals. And, yeah. And there was like a whole day where we didn't see Scott and May break all or mm-hmm. Jet because they were watching other things. Oh, and at mm-hmm. one point they went to see, of course, they went to see Indiana Jones 4 with right. Indiana, Indiana Jim, Ding. <laughs> who we didn't get, <laughs> <laughs> who we didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with other than the social room yeah. party stuff. But he's just a really great fun yeah. guy too. And he does in um, the adventures of Indiana Jim. Right. So check that out too. He's just a really fun guy. Really awesome yeah. guy. Really heartfelt guy. You know? Oh, yeah. Easy guy to talk to. Totally. Oh, you know who else I wanted to say? Hmm. Who probably, I'm sure she doesn't listen to this. Podcasting Rich Sigfrid's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Teresa. Yeah. I just love her. I honestly, I would have just put her in my pocket and carried her around with me all day long because <laughs> she's so fun, so easy to talk to. And mm-hmm. we clicked on a lot of different things. I'm really disappointed because she's not on Twitter because I'd love to stay in contact oh, with yeah. her. Right. And I have forgotten how to stay in contact with people that aren't on Twitter. <laughs> um, my family and hmm. friends here, real life ones, we email and we call each other. Right. Twitter's just how we stay in contact with everybody else in the podcasting side of our world. It's just this kind of constant low-level conversation that yeah. people popped into and out of. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to say hello or goodbye. You just yeah. pop in your thoughts and everybody's just kind of part of the conversation. Exactly. 
140 characters at a time. <laughs> and I do have some new followers, and I would just ask that if you're a listener, please send me a direct message and let me know that you're a listener because mm-hmm. there's a lot of spam. There's a lot of porn sites. There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff coming up with Twitter, and it's not like it invades your day. They just follow you. Right. So to go through the followers list, there's some technical problems with Twitter right now. Yeah. Typically, when I try to go through followers, I get hung up. The screen locks up. Right. So I'm not able to go through that. And a lot of people, I wouldn't recognize their names. So the 80s party. <laughs> yes, Heather and Grail Wolf hosted an 80s get together. So it was on the first night. For new media people. Right. The mm-hmm. new media gathering. Which is podcasting or, or audio books or things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was the new media meet and greet. Mm-hmm. So it was in one of the rooms of one of the conference rooms mm-hmm. of the con. And T. Morris was DJing 80s tracks. He was awesome, too. Had a projector playing the never-ending story <laughs> and then switched to a different 80s movie. And, no, um, I don't remember. Yeah. And, I was too busy talking to people. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So it was optionally a dress-up, mm-hmm. dressed, you know, like 80s. Mm-hmm. So Scott all was there with his collar popped. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heather and Mark were the perfect prom couple. Mm-hmm. New wave kind of thing. He had a skinny tie. He had one of his own skinny ties from the 80s. I know. I was really <laughs> Dug out of him. a closet. Yeah. I had actually done a little shopping for that. I didn't uh, do a lot. Huh. I actually went shopping... And I found really cute shoes, so I bought <laughs> cute <laughs> shoes instead of 80s stuff. So I kind of had to scramble for what I already had. Uh-huh. For me, the only thing I think that I bought was a big pack of those black rubber bracelets. We used to call yeah. them gummy bracelets. <laughs> and think Madonna, her uh-huh. first album, she's got them all over the place. And I had a, a whole bunch when we got there. Yeah. And as we would talk to people... They'd be like, oh, I didn't have anything 80s, so I'd give right. them a gummy bracelet right. until I think I ended up with one in the suitcase, and that's all. <laughs> but Heather sent me a tweet last night. She's still wearing them. She hasn't taken them off since that first night of Balticon. <laughs> that's the amazing thing about that's gummy bracelets. Funny. You can wash them and wear yeah. them. You don't even have to take them off. <laughs> and then I had done, I was wearing a Susie the Banshees t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Was not. It was not authentic from the 80s. Right. But I did find a stash of, you know, the buttons, like oh, yeah. people would wear on their jackets and on their guitar straps and stuff i had i did have authentic ones back from the 80s the concerts that i went to in the 80s mm-hmm. depeche mode of course because i was a big depeche, depeche mode fan oh yeah and i had a frankie uh, frankie say relax or <laughs> I, that may have been a frankie war one no it was frankie say relax don't do it and so just a bunch of buttons like that and then i had my hair kind of teased out mm-hmm. and i didn't go the full Susie makeup because it's been 20 years <laughs> And I'm really out of practice, (laughs) desperately out of practice. And I didn't want to do the black eyeshadow then and have fail written all over my face. So it was really cool, though. And you, I did do some more shopping for. Why, yes. I got you some black high top chucks Mm -hmm. because somehow you don't have a pair, which I think is just wrong. (laughs) And you had jeans and you had, I looked for a Motley Crue t-shirt for you. Yeah. Couldn't find it. Hot topic fail right there. Yes. So we had to borrow one of M's mm-hmm. ACDC, right. ACDC shirt, which wasn't quite right, but it was the closest we could get to. It worked. And I found this, like, think of like a nylon stocking, but it was for his arm and right. it was like a tattoo sleeve. Yep. And the dog collar which didn't... bracelet things. Right. And then the coup de gras. <laughs> Was this hideous wig? Hideous big hair wig, big yeah, blonde, rock band. like like Nikki like, Six or, or Vince Neil, Vince Neil of Motley Crue. Yeah, that was exactly it, and it was <laughs> the hit. I don't know if it was the hit. It right. certainly seemed like the hit. Yeah, <laughs> drew a lot of looks. Yeah, we walked in and it was like flash, flash, flash. I felt like J Lo and Mark Anthony for a minute there because you were just looking really. That wig was very Motley Crue, Vince Neil, <laughs> and with an ACDC t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, we had a great time though. We met a lot of people. <clears throat> Paul Fisher made the um, the SARS cake. Remember the SARS cake? No. You don't remember the SARS cake? Off to I the side. I remember there was cake. There was a cake. And and Paul Fisher had decorated it so uh-huh. that it looked like the SARS virus. 
for Smar. Okay. It was really... I didn't realize that's what it was. (laughs) You just ate it, right? Did you eat cake? Uh, Actually, no, I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, people were eating the Tsar's cake. Yes. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) And that was actually shut down by the police. Oh, right. (laughs) Well, we weren't supposed to be in there past a certain time. Right. We just stayed and stayed and stayed and stayed. Just stayed until we got kicked Kicked out. out. It was really fun, and though. We also weren't supposed to have alcohol in the magic I cooler made its way down. I cannot approve. Um, wait, what is I it? I can neither confirm nor That's deny. A, I always say I cannot <laughs> af- approve. Approve what? I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. I have no knowledge or mm. rather no recollection ah, of whether or not sorry, there was alcohol. I cannot recall those events. Yeah. So <laughs> it was really fun, though. We got to it talk was, to JC and Christiana yeah. and a hundred other people. Smashing success and a good launch to the gun. <laughs> it really was. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun. So favorite. I, I honestly could not pick a favorite panel. I could mm. not. I My favorite thing was just meeting everybody that we had been talking with in Twitter. Yeah. And all these authors and podcasters that I've been listening to. And, you know, really funny because... Everybody's taller than I expected them to be. And again, I'm like 5'3". So that's not a really stretch, a real big stretch. But like we got a picture taken with Chris Lester Mm -hmm. and he's like super tall. Yes. And so I was like, we want to get a picture with you. And he's like, okay. And as I walked over to stand next to him for a picture, I started laughing because I was like, I feel so (laughs) wee. And yeah, tall people. That's kind of funny because in Chris Lester's recap, he was commenting on some people like, meeting Nobilis. And he's like, mm-hmm. Nobilis is like so tall. And he's like, there's very few people that are taller than myself. And I was looking up. <laughs> yeah, he is tall. He's super tall and super nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, if we didn't mention your name, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. We just had so much fun and it's so much to talk to. We said 30 minutes, no more than 30 minutes. And yeah. I know we've gone over 30 minutes cause we're just gushing. Well, well, well over. There was just so much. Yes. So much fun. Can't wait for next year. Yeah. I hope it's the same. I'm sure people said that last year and it changed from mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. But mm-hmm. I, I, even if there's not more people to meet, it would be great if most of not all of the people that were there this year, because it really made it a unique, fun event mm-hmm. and just really cemented so many people in my heart. It's just amazing. Yeah. Have I said amazing enough? (laughs) Because it truly was, and I'm overusing the word, but it was. And it sounds like, you know, a a majority of the people there are going to Dragon Con, which, (sighs) you know. We're trying. mm, It's never been, I've never seen it as a real possibility. It's an inkling of a possibility, Mm. but I've never in my head thought that it's, it's hard to get excited about it in case it doesn't more happen. than 50% possible. Yeah. <laughs> we have a room reserved, but we can cancel that. Yeah, It's just yeah. a matter of timing. And honestly, like we said, if we do go, we'd have to leave Sunday morning, Yeah, Saturday night, Sunday morning. The thing that would nail it for me to say that we really, really have to go is if we made it into the, the final five selectees for Parsec Awards because they give yeah. those out on Saturday night. <laughs> and I did find out it's Saturday night that they're doing the awards. Mm-hmm. So if we make it into that, then I feel like we have to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just won't celebrate our anniversary this year. <laughs> That'll be it. <laughs> Which, honestly, that's a pretty good way to celebrate going to Dragon Con and hanging out with people. Yeah. And there were people that weren't able to go to Balticon that are planning on going to yeah, um, Dragon Con, like Philippa and um, Brandon from Oregon and Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of Scott people. Sigler and, yeah, there's still a lot of people yet to meet. So yeah. I hate to not be able to go, but it's just a money and timing thing. Mm-hmm. So how about that for an anniversary present, hon? <laughs> yeah. We're working on it. Yeah. So that is our off-the-top-of-our-head recap of Balticon. Yes. And it was all that we hoped it would be and more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can we go again? Actually, when we got back and I was going through my pictures, Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't get a picture with, you know, I never got a picture. We never got a picture with Mur Mm -hmm. and so many other people. And it was like, okay, I just went through my pictures Mm -hmm. and I didn't get a picture of everybody that I want to get a picture with. So can we all just go back and meet up this weekend? We'll all just do Balticon (laughs) 42 point two or something you know come on oh, i guys. thought it was funny when i realized that we never got a picture with d i know and we, we were sharing a room and we didn't even get him to sign our books until like five minutes before we were leaving 
He was our roommate, and we didn't get a picture with him. <laughs> Ugh. We need we yeah. Next time we hire a photographer to follow us around. Yeah, I think it kind of fits in. You know, I've been living in D.C. now for over three years, and I still haven't been to any of the monuments. Or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, honey, five years. Really? Five years. Dang. It's our fifth anniversary in oh, November. Yeah, huh? So yeah. 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 Five years, and we haven't done the touristy <laughs> thing, so I think we need to do that. Yeah. And I think it'll probably be like the M.A. and Dan thing. We didn't bother clearing out our basement mm-hmm. until we had people coming. Well, we probably won't true. do the D.C. tour until somebody's coming that wants to go tour D.C. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> And we have some pending invitations out to people, so maybe they'll take us up on it and I can finally take you monument hopping. There we go. Yeah, so that's our recap, and we're going to let you go now and let you get back to your day. And <laughs> Thanks for listening. Mm. Yes. Whether you're an End of the Blender listener or a City of Heroes podcast listener, we thank you. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, I want to, I got to say one more thing. Hmm. The organizers of Balticon 42. Mm-hmm. There's Greg, whose last name I don't remember, but I just know that he's full of win. <laughs> Greg Whiting. Greg Whiting. Did an amazing job. Yes, he was the con chair this yes. year. And, you know, Paul Fisher bringing in all the new media tracks that he did and all mm-hmm. of the panels he did an amazing job yes and his gorgeous wife martha mm-hmm. who i never saw standing self still for more than 0. <laughs> 0.7 seconds she was juggling she and paul and greg were juggling all weekend long yeah. i did see paul more because he was moderating mm-hmm. i literally saw martha for maybe a total of five minutes she was always running doing so i i don't know if she had an official title Mm-hmm. Well, she should have had one. Right. Because she was tearing it up. <laughs> they did an amazing job in, get, in pulling everything together. and Yeah. And, you know, they were saying that nothing made them happier than hearing people say that there was so much I couldn't see everything I wanted to see, <laughs> which was actually our gripe. <laughs> right. We wanted to see it all. Yeah. But there was so much going on at once. And it was just such a full, like, wide range of things to see. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. So well done, guys. Really well done. Absolutely. And we just really thank you for making it really special for us. Mm -hmm. And that is all. Just for us. Just for us. No one else but us. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, that's really, I wanted to thank them because it really was amazing. Yeah. As I say, amazing again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need an amazing jar. So. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to say, if you have any Balticon moments. Yeah. If you were there. You can get a hold of us. Yeah. You can. We'll go ahead and give out the blender line. Okay. Which is 413-669-4720. Email endoftheblender at gmail.com. And you can comment right on the site at endoftheblender.com. We mentioned Twitter a lot, and I don't know that we've ever said in the podcast our Twitter names. I thought we had. I'm Vivid News. You are Vivid News. I'm I am Vivid News. Chuchus. Chuchus. That's Chuch with a U.S. at the end. <laughs> Just send us a, a direct message so that we know that you're listeners, because yeah. then we'll care. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk at you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Is it lunchtime, honey? But it is. Blood sugar dropping. All right, everybody. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Just sit back and indulge for a minute. You lie. Thanks for listening to Into the Blender. You can find information, comment on episodes, and subscribe to the podcast at intotheblender.com. You can send us email to feedback at intotheblender.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. You are free to make copies and share this podcast to your heart's content. Just not modify or make money from it. Rachel. Sally.